Hey guys, thanks for listening to episode 184. We are doing a Facebook live show tonight, so the quality isn't quite there. You know, we just dropped it really quick on our uh, Eat Nation private group. Hope you enjoy it, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy. Football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh-huh. Eat Sleep Fantasy. And we are live. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Biathlon of Fantasy Football Podcasts. My name is Christian Brito. And joining me as always on this beautiful podcast is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? What's up, man? Good to be back here on Facebook Live for those listening to the podcast, through the podcast and not on through our private group, uh, Eat Nation private group. We appreciate, I don't remember where I was going with that. Basically, I'm saying if you're listening to it on the podcast or you're listening to it on the Eat Nation private group. Uh, we're getting a notice that Priscilla says something is wrong with the audio. If anyone is watching live, Clayton, Priscilla, can you guys hear us okay? Should be good to go. Good. All right. And we're going to compress. Not anymore. I just got a shout from the other room. What did she say? Good. She said it was just delayed. No, All right. We're good. That's a built-in delay that we got, so <laughs> that that's is. on purpose. Thank you. For I don't know how much we can say that we're actually – I would. I think we, we recorded uh, two, uh, 184 oh. episodes now. I think maybe I edited out two things that we're like, we shouldn't have said that. So right. Out of 185 of episodes, was, that's uh, not bad. Everyone's saying they can hear – so, uh, Dale, the biathlon. Yes. You're gonna bring, you're gonna respond to that. Look, okay. There's two things I want to talk about. Hold on. I at, at the same time I'm updating some stuff on Facebook. I don't know how, but you know this. I'm not even gonna update it. Never mind. Cause it's gonna change. So, if Priscilla could stop shouting from the other room, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> okay. So, two things I want to talk about. Biathlon is amazing. I never watched it. I'm not gonna lie. But the pictures and quick little videos I was watching before. Before we got on air, it looks amazing. If you don't know what biathlon is, it combines two sports, skiing and shooting. Right. Um, Didn't seems, you tell me that the U.S. was bad at this? The U.S. is horrible. Let's see. Dan, how we can be bad at this. Well, the skiing is more for Canadians, some Frenchmen. What country is BLR? Bulgaria? Has to be Bulgaria. BLR. Uh, anyways, BLR. anyways, there's a lot of medals that don't belong to the U.S. in this sport. So if you guys have any kids, bad uh, lip reading. Huh? Uh, Belarus, oh, okay, Belarus is the country. Okay. Yeah. So my so point I'm, here, I have a couple points here. One, if you have kids, uh, start getting them in skiing and teach them how to use a crossbow. Because Clayton says it's Belarus. Pause before we continue. I'll give you ten bucks right now if you can tell me the capital of Belarus without googling it. I'm not googling. Uh, capital of Belarus is something Skia. No, 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 no. Belarus is in. Uh, Russia. Nope. Yes, it is. Is in Russia? Yes. No, it's not. It, it was part of the former Soviet Union. Yes. Okay. I don't know. Wow, you're old. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on. The capital is Minsk. Yeah, Minsk. That's, that's Minsk. That's right. Minsk. I was say that. You didn't give me enough time to think. 
Yeah, sure. All right, go ahead. Biathlon. Okay, first of all, before you really interrupted me, I'm trying to urge these people with young kids. I think I'm going to get my daughter into this sport because I think there's a lot of money to be made here between, you know, maybe possible sponsors. There's not a lot of American people doing this, and now's your chance to kind of get going and do it. So, second thing is, you and Armando were assholes about the Winter Olympics. Terrible. Look, the the good thing about the – I would contest – the Winter Olympics are better, if not at least equal to the Summer Olympics. Oh, no. Listen, and I'm going to tell you why. No. I'm going to tell you why. No. You, no. So much. I, I feel if like, I could boop you with a newspaper. <laughs> no. Look, okay. like, which, which requires more skill and, and preciseness and. Any Summer Olympic athlete requires more skill. Any swimming Running, look, basketball, figure skating, any of it. Figure skating is a sport of uh, precision. I don't think you can get that precise in any summer Olympic. Volleyball, water polo, weightlifting, that doesn't require this this fine detail and precision. The triathlon, that's not, I mean, you know, you go into synchronized swimming, okay, you know, there's a couple. And there's, you know, rugby, rowing, it's like, come on, give me a break. Figure skating, uh, short track speed skating. Nordic climbing, this stuff, well, I'm not saying it's better than Summer Olympics, but it's at least comparable and at least equal here, okay? The skeleton, I don't know, the bobsleigh is amazing. Hockey, you can't really disagree with hockey. I mean, hockey is, you know, is up there as probably the fourth best sport in America. So, and that's part of the winners. The fourth best of the four major sports? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. You just proved my own point. Okay. My Listen, second, my, wait, t- oh. just time out, okay. time out. Okay. We'll come, we're going to okay. circle back. Okay. You're spent... Like eight minutes on fucking Winter Olympics already. That was last show's thing. You just you're always want to chime in was, with your opinion. I was screaming in, listening to it, th- thinking how wrong you guys were. Anyways, here's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna for anyone listening to this show for the first time, we are easily fantasy. Our show is a little bit different from other fantasy football podcasts because sometimes we're gonna go off the rails. We will give you your fantasy football analysis. We will bring you stats, news, and information. We're going to do a little bit different. We're going to have fun along the way, and it's not always going to be exactly that. So, Easley Fantasy is fantasy football meets fun? I don't know. That's the way I would describe it. So right now, we're talking Winter Olympics because this fucking guy just said that Winter Olympics is as good as, if not better, than regular Olympics, which is nuts. It's crazy. It's absurd. It's lunacy, Dale. On top of that, I am shocked. I am utterly shocked at our poll from the last podcast that 53% of our audience actually watches the Winter Olympics or some part of the Winter Olympics. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's so. So I'm sorry to cut you off again. I immediately want to ask. I don't know. You're the white guy. Tell me whether or not this is – if I can do this, if this is racist. I <laughs> you should, our if, audience. If, you, if you start off with a sentence with, if this is racist, I don't know. <laughs> I think it might be accidental racism. I just want to – I just think that 53% is going to very highly correlate with what percentage of our audience is white. <laughs> Listen, hey. Like I'm going to do a poll that says, are you white, yes or no, and we're going to get 53% say yes. Okay. Do I like you know? Do I need to crop any of that out? No, you're good. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, you know the luge. You know, do I like it because I'm white or because you know there's so much precise, you know, precision in there? It's, it's are you white? 
not his. All right. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us on Facebook Live. Matt, Balraj, Milton. I haven't seen Milton in a while. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Clayton, of course. Second more important poll here going. Chris, Carl. Are the Winter Olympics as good or maybe even better than – I should not be reading this as I type it. It's very slow. Or maybe even better than the Summer Olympics. Right. All right. Continue. Uh, so my one one main thing that again I was why does a winter Olymp- why does a winter Olympics have snowboarding but the summer Olympics doesn't have skateboarding they're the exact same thing I think you skateboarding know should be because Olympics. neither one of those should be a real no, snowboarding is amazing okay Man, right while we're talking about this I don't know if this is too heavy or not but you know after Sean White won the gold you know they kind of resurfaced some of the allegations and stuff uh, about him sexual harassment not- and stuff. Unfamiliar with it, so continue talking while I do some quick reading. All right, yeah. So I don't know. It, it was kind of weird, you know. You don't know if you want to root for him or not. Obviously, you can't root for somebody who treats women or anybody uh, disrespectful as as they reported that he has, and he came out and said that he apologizes for it and all that stuff. But where does that kind of leave you? You know, rooting. You want to root for America, right? We're American, so you want to kind of root for that, and especially snowboarding. He's probably one of the most dominant figures in definitely in that sport but you know in all of the winter olympics almost right so where right. does this where do you go with this like do you just say you you'd never make an exception but are you not rooting for him now are you not rooting for the united states now or what, what are you? I, I cannot say that i have a lot of thoughts i don't know what exactly would be his case or what exactly happened um, I think we're dealing with a very wide spectrum of from sexual harassment all the way to actual conduct to the point of like felony crimes. Um, so I think it's a very wide range and I don't, don't know where he would fall on that. But either way, um, I think it becomes difficult to to root for someone like that, even even if you're trying to place yourself in the in the position of. You know, this person's a great athlete, and that doesn't like. To answer this. Yeah, yeah. I, no, people. It's, it's, yeah, I don't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to word it. Like either way, like I. I think you gotta. I don't think you can. See, people want to separate the two. Like this person makes a great. Like just like what's happening in Hollywood. This person made a great movie, but it's then hard to separate the art from the artist, and it's hard to separate the athlete from the action. And I think, it, regardless of what the sport is, or. Or the actions. That's why we've had all these issues in the NFL with with all the things with domestic violence. It's very difficult to then separate the athlete from their past and their actions. That's why you have all these locker room issues and you want to avoid and people do lose sponsors because you don't look at that person the same way. And thank you for dragging this onto our show. I didn't think you. This is not what our show is. I didn't think you were going to elaborate on it for five minutes. I wanted to ask. (laughs) All right. Well, that's my. It's it becomes hard to separate the person from. Regardless of if you just want to watch the sport and the amazing athlete, it, it becomes difficult to do so. All right. Well, um, your poll on Twitter is getting some reaction, and people are actually retweeting it. Which one? Oh, that's weird. Are you white? 88% of our audience so far has answered yes. That worries me. Hey, well, it shows you uh, who... How do I answer this question? Damn, how, how often, do you answer... How often do you eat? How often do you... Uh... <laughs> how often do <laughs> Sorry. you... Good. That's how, a good way to approach about it. How often do you eat authentic Hispanic food? <laughs> I was just going to be like, what is your skin color, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very white Hispanic. 
So I'm probably whiter than you are, huh? Like skin-wise? Skin well, because you never go outside. Oh, yeah. But you live in Florida. At least I'm in North Carolina. I can't go outside for a couple, couple weeks a year. Yeah. Bro, it is it it was eighty something degrees here today. What the hell is wrong with this place? We live in Satan's asshole. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, it was probably a little too uh too graphic. I apologize. We're gonna have to get to some fantasy football soon or people are gonna start hanging up on our live feed. Alright, we'll get started with that in just a minute. Are you done with your thing? Oh no, I have uh, one more thing. I haven't talked okay. to you about it. Should I talk to you in private or just do it? Or ask you on air if we should do it. You're going to give something away, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I got a good idea how to, how to do it, though. Okay, what is it? Okay. Is it, the, is it the, uh, the Google thing? Yep. Look, I got this to right, away. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. If, any, if anybody knows what this is, uh, I'm sorry, I'm bad with this. Google Home Mini, basically like an Alexa, like a Amazon Echo or whatever, right? We're going to give this away. We are going to try to do a cool little contest to give it away. I think the value is pretty up there, so this is a this is a pretty good contest. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to, to our Facebook Live people first, so they can get a jump on it. But then I'm gonna open it up to Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. I'm thinking, and guys, don't quote me on this until Christian Christian okay's it. But I'm thinking because we have an Alexa skill, right? And basically, if you have an Alexa, if you have an Amazon Echo or whatever, if you ask it to open Eat Sleep Fantasy, it'll give you a random fact, right? Something mm-hmm. that we that we previously, you know, that we preempt, preempted it to say. So, you know, we'll load up 20 facts a day on it. And then in the morning you wake up and say, Alexa, open up Easy Fantasy. And it'll maybe give you some waiver wire shit. It'll give you all different kinds of stuff, right? Right. I want anybody who does a video of themselves asking Alexa to open Eat Sleep Fantasy gets entered for a drawing. I don't know if the best one will get this or if we're going to do it random. I don't know how good they can get. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. So you're going to give away Alexa's competitor for people that... Oh, fuck, I can't say Alexa because then it starts... Dang. Alexa! <laughs> tell her to open, just, up, tell her open it, Easily Fantasy. It's, it's being annoying right now. Alexa, fantasy? Who's a fact? The Titans only allowed five rushing touchdowns all year. The fact? Did you hear any of it? Yeah. Titans only allowed five rushing touchdowns all year. Is that okay? That is correct. Anyways, okay. we're you know it'll get in. There's already like maybe ten or so preloaded into the Alexa now, but we're gonna update it every day. So, anyways, if you guys do a video doing that with your Alexa, then you're entered to win a Google Home. Is that good? All right. I don't know if it sounds. I don't know if it's ironic or it's funny or if it's just to give this away because we gotta figure out a cool way to do it. But it would be even better if you gave us rating on on Amazon.com under the Alexa skill. That's the contest for the day. Man, the Titans had a really good rushing defense, huh? Uh, apparently. I mean, that's what it People says. passed all over them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they had a good defense, though. All right, cool. All right. So that's, yeah. that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. We're going to get into some fantasy football? Let's do it. All right. Let's talk a little bit about what's been going on Talking about maybe not meeting your heroes and athletes and sports. Do you want to talk about the, the Kareem Hunt situation? Let's do it. Kareem Hunt on Monday was accused of assault. Um, he's currently being accused of assault by a woman with an altercation happening in Cleveland. In Saturday, everything happens. Everything bad happens in Cleveland, right? Nothing good. So nothing good happens. 
Nothing good happens in Cleveland. And actually, this happened at 3.35 in the Saturday morning, which if you ever watched How I Met Your Mother, nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m. So uh, go home, Kareem Hunt. Stop with these allegations. Personally, this seems like something that it looks like one of those things that might get settled like outside of court because there hasn't been any charges or anything like that. Like one of those situations. That's kind of where I'm leading to. But you think the NFL does anything with this? Uh, you know, these are one of the things that kind of, I mean, it's not huge news right now, but this is one of the things that can kind of creep up on you, right? When you know, right. The, the third or fourth preseason game, people are starting to rumble more and more. And then the first and second week, you know, then you start seeing headlines come out, and, you know, that before you know it, he's suspended the last six games of the season or something. So I definitely keep your eye on it, man. I mean, they, the NFL has clearly, you see it with the, with the Zeke stuff, they clearly don't take this stuff lightly. So keep an eye on it, guys. It's definitely worth. On the defensive side of the ball, we had very similar news. Wow, we're really bringing it like full circle now with the domestic uh, situations here. So Ruben Foster on the defensive side for the San Francisco 49ers had the same sort of issue with two other charges. This one seems like a much more serious allegation against Ruben Foster, who was already arrested back in January. This is a guy who last year in the combine failed the drug test he's going to be gone for quite a while i think this season i'd say he's gone for half the season i mean i don't know i'm not going to speculate exactly how long but yeah it wouldn't surprise me to see him gone half the season i mean pretty ridiculous if you ask me and uh, and as far as fantasy goes i'm not sure how much better he he makes the 49ers on defense he's definitely a solid player but he's he's not going to do anything for the 49ers as far as fantasy wise goes right all right, so let's move on to our next – oh, my goodness, now? Now, Alexa? All right, let's move on to our next piece of news here. I think this one's kind of – Oh, wow, it's going to drop down to 66 degrees tonight. That's good. Okay. Okay, so uh, here we got a little bit more fantasy-relevant news, I think. Let's talk about what was the report this morning or uh, Thursday morning – uh, ESPN Broncos reporter Jeff Legwold believes that the Broncos are actually going to release C.J. Anderson. We were talking about this off air for quite a while. I think there's a few pretty good landing spots for him. Uh, the Giants, Indianapolis, Seattle, I th- although a lot of people disagree with me on Seattle. Where do you see C.J. Anderson going? He's your boy. Yeah, no, I, dude, I was so excited to hear that, you know, if they do finally release him, hopefully he can get to somewhere where, you know, they're going to uh, respect him. Put respect on his name. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I you know I mentioned the Giants. I think it would be great. That I think Indy is okay. I I think they're kind of married to Marlon Mack. Frank Gore's on his way out, and then yeah, Seattle. I mean, yeah, people were kind of shitting on you for saying Seattle, but I don't I don't know if they're I don't know if they love Chris Carson. I mean, he's a hot name, and you know, as far as dynasty's prospects go, yeah, he's he's a good name to keep an eye on. But how much do they really believe in him? We haven't seen enough to really know. And if somebody like C.J. Anderson comes along, I think he could dominate the backfield there. Okay. I think he could dominate the backfield in Detroit. Uh, I, he's good. He's really good. And that, I don't that offensive line did not help him out at all, and especially the, you know the coach and the play calling didn't either. I mean, getting you know, less than ten carries a game hurt him, but when he did when he worked, he he did well. So keep an eye out. I I I, th- I agree. I think he can be a useful guy in that backfield. I. I think he can be useful. There's, I think there's several landing spots. One of our router, um, listeners just wrote in Tampa Bay. That's another very possible place that I think he could land. And we'll see 
and this kind of happens every off. Just like we have a a uh, head coach carousel, I think we have a running back carousel every year. We're going to see where Deion Lewis goes. We're going to see where C.J. Anderson goes. A lot of landing spots. I don't think he's an uber-talented running back, but in the right system, in the right offense, like if he does go, if he were to go to Indy, I think he could be immensely fruitful in fantasy with a team like that, with a new head coach, with a great quarterback, with a pretty good offense. So we'll see. I think his fantasy value 100% tied to where he goes because he could be totally worthless if he ends up somewhere not useful. Like if he ends up in the Giants, Look, are you really taking C.J. Anderson for as as a top 24 running back next year? 100%. 100%. Okay. 100%. And, and I'll tell you why. Just because it, they're going to give him an opportunity. He's that good. And whatever's happening in Denver, it just it just wasn't the right recipe for him. He's okay, that good, I'm enough. telling you. So he's probably out the door. Left behind, you've got Devontae Booker. Uh, we'll see what happens with Jamal Charles, but I think they might keep him as a veteran presence in that team. So And, uh, and then Henderson. Yeah, He's there. It, He's there. it's really Booker. So who's gonna be the guy there? You think Booker? I'm, I'm okay. gonna say Booker and Henderson. I hate speculating this early. That's why I always hesitate to talk about these guys on. Uh, you're the opposite of Armando. He was like <laughs> all over. He was just like, let's do nothing but speculation. There's um, so much that can happen, and I just hate recording my voice when it doesn't really. Yeah, I don't know. Or so maybe. Yeah. Anyways, so. Going back, I think most likely scenario is you have a guy like Booker. They're going to try to give it to him. And if not, they'll bring in another veteran presence from somewhere else. Yeah. That team has a lot more problems in their running back position. I think they realize that now, and they're probably just going to roll with what they have and sign somebody else to add to the team. But that is not what what their priorities are right now. All right. Uh, what else? What other news you got? Uh, more running back news. Ar- Armando hit it on the head, hit the nail on the head, uh, Last show, when the rumors are now increasing that Dion Lewis could possibly end up with the Detroit Lions. Put that out there in the Twitter sphere earlier today. A lot of people kind of like that news, think he might be a good fit. What do you think, Dale? Uh, yeah, I think it's a great fit. I mean, Dion Lewis sneakily was like number 12, 13, or 14, depending on formats. And fantasy running backs, 12, 13, 14. Played all 16 games. I, I know you love him. I... Uh, I think that's. I think anywhere he goes is going to be a good fit. Obviously, being in New England helped his fantasy production because he had a lot of opportunity. But it's not like he he never really banked on touchdowns. He only had three rushing touchdowns all year. So I'm sorry, three receiving touchdowns and only six rushing. Okay, I'm sorry. We're getting a little bit of reaction to our are you white poll. So I'm a little worried. Yeah. So Nick had to explain it to the people asking, "Is this a serious question?" <laughs> so yeah, far, without context. I'm a little surprised. I don't know if this is maybe maybe Twitter makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. But so far, 92% of our audience has voted <laughs> yes, they're white. <laughs> That's surprising. Well, I, it's not that surprising. It's not that surprising? No. I don't know. Is it because we're on Twitter and Twitter is like a white person media? I don't know. Maybe. All right. Dion now, Lewis was only one of two people inside the top 14 that scored three touchdown rushing touchdowns or less. You want to guess the other one? I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Back up. No, no, back up. I'm sorry. That was a total. Three, three total. rushing touchdowns or less? No, I'm sorry. Just, just scrap the whole thing. I just ruined the show. I'm sorry, everybody. That, that is a horrible stat, and it's not true. That will not be on the skills for the thing that I'm not going to name, because <laughs> if I name it, it will just pop up again. So, so far on our poll, though, 70% of our audience says that the Winter Olympics 
is not as good as the Summer Olympics. How many percent? 70. Said that it's not as good. Okay. Yeah, here's 69 a, now. Here's a stat. Giggity. Only two players had six rushing touchdowns or less in the top 14. Can you guess? In the top 13. Only two? Deion Lewis and who else? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. If anybody on Facebook can guess before Christian guesses, I'll give you a prize. Total touchdowns or rushing touchdowns? Uh, rushing touchdowns. I, I feel like if I had the list in front of me, I would be able to get it. Well, LaShawn McCoy. It's, oh, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten it. LaShawn McCoy. Listen to this. Only one player in the top 14 had less than six rushing touchdowns. Can you guess that? One player in the top 14. Well, you just said it was Deion Lewis. No. Yeah. Oh, less than? Less than six. I'm going to give you three guesses. I feel like McCaffrey was up there. Lamar Miller. Uh, that was my next guess. I told you, give me three guesses. Dude, you, you, if you just rattle them off, I can do it. But I'm not sitting here. Our audience is just going to sit here and wait in dead silence. I just so you think of three players. Where was McCaffrey? Uh, McCaffrey was down there, but he also uh, McCaffrey had two touchdowns, but he was around 16 in fantasy points among all the running backs. I just McCaffrey had a lot of catches, so and I don't remember him getting a lot of touchdowns. So McCaffrey was one of three in the top 16 with 100 plus targets. You can name the other two. 100-plus targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Yep. Oh, yes. Le'Veon yes. Bell. Exactly. Ding, ding. You got something right. Well, that, that one was easier. That's an easy one. Just got to think of guys that catch the ball a ton. I think Freeman would have been close. No, no. And Gurley got to be pretty close. Uh, Caught a lot Gurley, of balls. This Gurley was close. Uh, Probably like 60 or 90. Yeah, 67, 87 targets. So. Yeah. Okay. Something that we haven't really talked about a lot. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your boy, Alvin Kamara. Okay. Is he, he's, he's going to regress a little bit, right? In the sense of his fantasy points per touch, absolutely. Will he maybe potentially get a little bit more touches? I think he could. But overall scoring, I think he's going to regress a little bit. I don't, I don't think he's going to be a top five running back again. And I, you just can't score that many fantasy points per touch. I wish I had the stat in front of me, but he scored the most fantasy points per touch for a running back in a long, long time. And and it's it's hard to keep up that pace. I know that a lot of that came in the receiving game, and you're obviously, if you're catching the ball, those are longer yardage per touch than a, a typical running back. But it's I don't see him repeating that stretch that he had from week eight to week 13 where he was just absolutely a beast scoring a touchdown in every single one of those games and several times scoring multiple touchdowns. I don't see that repeating itself to that point. It's just too much production in a short span. And so I say no. Super talented guy, but that rate of production for that few touches, I don't see happening again. I don't either. I'm I'm a little scared of him. He and he does put up he does put up Jamal Charles type right. numbers, you know, like when Jamal Charles was hot, right? Um, mm-hmm. With we you know with the fantasy, you know, the touches per attempt and all that, or touches per point. I definitely see him regressing into outside of the top twelve candidate for me. I don't know if I'm going to be I'll top let, twelve, top twelve running back. back? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't go that far. Cannot go that far. He's still a top twelve guy for me. Gurley, Bell, mm-hmm. David mm-hmm. Johnson, okay, Kareem Hunt probably. Okay. Melvin Gordon. You can't bet against LaShawn okay. McCoy. You can't bet against Did you forget Fournette. about Zeke? I would take him over LaShawn McCoy. Okay, even if so, you saw Fournette and Elliott. I think Howard mm-hmm. could have a nice bounce back here if that offense shapes up. Okay, but then you're taking – I think I'd rather have him over Howard. 
And PPR league, uh, yeah, probably, okay? Not in standard. Okay. I'm just saying that the risk there, I'd much rather take the safe, the safeness. Okay. I mean, Jordan Howard. He'll be a top, he'll be a top 10 running back for me. He'll be probably outside of that for you, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I probably have him around 9 or 10, and that's even that is lower that's, than the consensus rankings right now. That's going to be a lot lower. Yeah. Consensus ranking is going to be a top 5 or 6 running back. Yeah. And I think there's just guys that I that I would rather have based on their track record over a few years, whereas Alvin Kamara basically did everything in half a year. That's not to say that he can't repeat. We've seen plenty of running backs do all their stuff in half a year. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. So Drew's asking on our Facebook Live, where do you see him going in the next in the draft next year? Early second round, late uh, first. I would say late, be a late first. first yeah, I'm I'm yeah. thinking late first as well, and that's just going to be too early for me. E- even if you have him outside the top, I guess six or seven, he's going to be late. Late first, most of the time. That first round is going to be just flooded with running backs again this year. Yep. You're going to have Antonio Brown, Hopkins, Michael Thomas, and maybe Ob. Yeah. Is your first round wide receivers? That's all I can think of. Right. Right. Who else is going to be a wide receiver in the first round? Julio. Are you really trusting Julio as a first round wide receiver? No. So, so I think that's going to have a, a running back loaded first round, and Alvin Kamara is probably going to end up in there. Yeah. And that's that's way too early for me, I think, in yeah. most cases. I don't think it's crazier. Like, if I'm in the back of the first round, I'll take Kamara and pair him up with with a Julio from Des- – I'll probably end up getting a better wide receiver there. i probably end up getting uh, a bounce-back Odell Beckham with an Alvin Kamara at the end of the first round. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Chris wants to know, where do you see David Johnson going in next year's draft? I'll tell you right now, and we said it before, if David Johnson can get a competent quarterback this offseason – uh, on, in that offense, I see J, David Johnson as an easy top three wide, uh, top three running back. Easy, easy, and and I, I said easy because I would contemplate putting him number one overall. Okay, over Bell, Gurley, and Elliott. I would, I would. If if there's a decent quarterback that can run an offense there, yeah, I do. Okay, I'm gonna give you a scenario, please. All right, the Arizona Cardinals end up with Mike Glennon. Where are you putting Mike Glennon? Who? Is not going to be back with the Bears. They're not going to end up with Mike Glennon. Let's okay. Look, David Johnson. The Arizona Cardinals end up with Tyrod Taylor. Okay. Uh, what are you doing with David Johnson? I'd love it. I'd, I mean, look what Lashawn McCoy has done with with Tyrod Taylor. I mean, it's it's a perfect formula for him, really. We forget David Johnson is just one year removed from having a twenty touchdown season. You know, over, over thirteen hundred yards. So. All right. All right. One more scenario. Something happens with the Jaguars, they go after Cousins, and the Arizona Cardinals end up with Blake Bortles. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's a really competent quarterback, right? So, it's top. I'd have him top six, probably. Right. It, it all depends on his quarterback, really, and I am really excited. Look at the Arizona. He'll be my. He'll be my somewhere between my second and fourth running back, just depending on again. But I, I think this this whole argument is pointless. He will be a top four running back for me, regardless of who his quarterback is. I kind of feel. And if he does get a really good quarterback, yeah, maybe he does end up vaulting some of these guys. I don't think you could put him worse than four. It's if you want to argue Bell, Gurley, Elliott, fine for it. I, no, but there's no way I'm putting Kamara or Hunt or Fournette or Gordon or Cook. None of those guys deserve to be ahead of David Johnson, regardless of who the yeah, quarterback yeah, no. is. That's all tier one, right? The, the top four there. Bell, Gurley, and and uh, David Johnson and Zeke. Yeah. Assuming Zeke no longer has any issues, yeah. Bell goes back to the Steelers and 
the Rams don't really change too much on their team. Yeah. 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 Michael talking about maybe uh, if Arizona Cardinals get AJ McCarron. I don't mind AJ McCarron. If he, I think he's a good game manager. I haven't seen enough, but hey, you know if if the Cardinals are desperate enough, I think he can manage it. Okay. <laughs> Stop wow. saying the word manage, man. How many times I say manage? A bunch, just a bunch. Sorry. All right, I'm gonna go watch myself on Facebook. Is that weird? Watch yourself. I want to watch us on Facebook. You're, you're, I'm asking you if that's weird. You're all, you're yourself. It's like looking in a mirror. Yeah, I know. It's very it's weird. Uh, yeah. So it's very sexual. You don't do it. We were. Uh, how huge is a healthy Dalvin Cook? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Dalvin Cook is in that second tier running backs for me. Mm-hmm. He's with the Fournettes and the Hunts and the yeah. the guys who can be great, but you're still a little worried. Yeah. That that offensive line should stay intact, regardless of the quarterback situation. You know. Keenum just stays there, which I'm thinking maybe they switch over to. You, you hate when I say this, but switch over to Bradford again. But e- either way, I think Dalvin Cook is going to be going to be good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to do a little segment with you. Wait, I'm not done with the news. No, what's the news? Go ahead. All right. I lost my tabs. Probably should have had that ready before I said, "Wait, I'm not done with the news." Oh, Larry Fitzgerald's coming back. Yeah. That's cool. What is this Arizona Cardinals talk today? We could do an Arizona Cardinals podcast, right? Should we do one podcast for every team in the offseason? I, I actually don't want to do an Arizona Cardinals podcast. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants us to do an Arizona Cardinals Draft David Johnson as a top five running back. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald will be frustrating to own, but he'll be very productive for the first half of the season. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it, right? Yeah. This is going to be his last season, right? Everyone's going to be on John Brown, and he's going to terribly disappoint you. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Is that good? Mm-hmm. People are going to wonder who Jerron Brown is. Sounds like John Brown, but it's not. Is that Are we good? good? Yeah. All right, cool. There you go. The Arizona Cardinals in 30 seconds. Uh, and then A.J. McCarron's going to be a free agent. Yeah. That was uh. Whoa. Explain the grievance piece of news. stuff. Explain the grievance stuff. Uh, he basically did not want to play for the Bengals. And then the Bengals put him on a non-football injury list thing. He should have been made a restricted free agent this past offseason. And he wanted to be a restrict uh, a free agent. And so he filed a grievance against the Bengals. And uh, the NFL said, well, now you can be an unrestricted free agent. I'm sorry. And that's going to start. It's pretty distracting. You have one little piece of hair that's floating on your forehead. Like uh, Superman style? Uh, Like uh, old, balding Superman, yeah. Oh, that's messed up. Why don't you move it? (laughs) I'm younger than you. You move it or something, do something with it. I'm way younger than you. You're the old Superman. Maybe. It actually surprises me that you don't snore. Okay, let's do this. Three things you learned about Armando from going to Orlando on a business trip. Oh man, they're all mean. He apparently does not shower before he goes on flights. Man, that was bad. <laughs> we, we picked him up. He was ripe. Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't smell like he showered in a, in a few days. So if you ever see Armando on a flight, just uh, maybe request a couple of seats in front. Of he really likes Korean food, yeah. and. What would be the third thing? He's very frugal. Is that the right word? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. 
It's a good and a bad thing, right? Things I learned about Dale, he snores quite loudly. Dude, I don't snore that loud. And I don't know. The crazy thing is, I don't think I snore. You have the your the Siri set to the British male version, which bothered me. No? Huh? That's not weird. You have your Siri set to the British male version. That's okay. And you also sleep with your arms crossed. That's weird, right? I don't know how I got into that habit. I couldn't. So the way I found that out is Dale was snoring. So in our writers, our Eatsley Fantasy uh, writers group, I posted the audio of Dale snoring, to which they suggested that I should put Dale's hand in warm water. Yeah, I tried to – what? Very mean and very uh, amateur. Right. Go ahead. And then last but not least, I I, uh, I tried to put your hand in the water and your arms were crossed. <laughs> and I couldn't get your hand in because you were just like this. Uh, I know this. I uh, wore on Facebook Live for that, yeah. but anyways, just cross your arms like you're angry, yeah. Yeah. and that's how Dale sleeps. And I couldn't get his arm out, yeah. so obviously he woke up. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. Well, I grew up with really dickhead friends, and if anybody ever went to sleep, I would, there was bad stuff that happened. You know, uh, mustard on your face, sharpie drawings all over your face. Uh, definitely the warm water type stuff. You know, spraying water on your pants to make it look like you pissed yourself. It was all bad. So, right. The other suggestions were to draw a dick on your forehead, which I think would have been better. Yeah, it would have been really mean too. Okay. Um, anyways. All right. All right. I'm just curious. So, what else? Uh, you want to talk about some of the wide receivers? Maybe. Uh, I have a, I have a list here. Maybe you want to yeah. talk about here some guys that I don't think will necessarily be in. Okay, here's a hot one here. Keenan Allen. Okay. Keenan oh, because you said it's a hot one. You think my mom is hot? Pretty gross. Your dad certainly does. <laughs> Whenever she's getting uh, nice uh, plowing. Anyways. Are you the youngest? Yes, I am. Out of how many? Three? Two. You don't have a brother? No. Just your sister? Yeah. The one who added me on Facebook? Did she add you on Facebook? Yeah. I don't know. She wants friends. Is that like a judgment here? I don't know what she no. wants on Facebook. I don't know. I'm just case. shocked your mom hasn't yet. <laughs> your mom have a Facebook? I'm not going to tell you if she does or doesn't. Hold on. I'm just... <laughs> I got this. Wait, most of the deal people... Not. Oh, man. Friends about... Everybody on Facebook Live, I think a lot of them are uh, requesting me as a friend, so... Guys, don't look up my mom or anything, please. That's Who's like, Allie? That's Brooke's uh, sister. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, you got a cousin on here named Jennifer, but oh, with only one N, which yes. really bothers me. Yeah. It's not how you spell it. Hey, it's how you spell her name. Roy? My father-in-law. Okay, hold on. Your mom's not on here. Oh, found it. Deborah. <laughs> you just say hi. <laughs> you motherfucker. You, you had to say it, didn't you? <laughs> I was giving you the rope, you know, not... I, I gave you too much. <laughs> you know I didn't want you to say it either. <laughs> you looked right in my eyes. <laughs> you looked right I'm in my sorry. eyes and you said her name, you motherfucker. Oh, so that's your dad, huh? <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> hey, he's a tall guy, huh? Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> no, that's your dad. 
Let's talk about Keenan. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Well, I have tears in my eyes. What are you thinking? Keenan Allen's going to regress because he finally had a decent year? I mean, he played a little <clears throat> bit outside of his of what he should have been. He's a 100-reception type. He's a 100-reception guy last year. Almost 1,400 yards, six touchdowns. Hey, you know what happened? What? He played 16 games. Yeah, exactly. Now, how many times he's done that before? Never. Never. He was the only one in the top three to play all 16 games. Yep. Pretty impressive. But you just think those numbers are just a little crazy. I mean, 159 targets, the third most I, targets in the league yeah. last year. More than Julio Jones, more than A.J. Green. I don't think the numbers in terms of his his wide receiver targets are absurd. I just think next year uh, you have another year for Mike Williams. You have another year for Hunter Henry. Um, I think there's going to be a few more of those targets shift. And then on top of that, I just don't see the offense force-feeding Keenan Allen every single game. And factor in, it's really tough to rely on this guy to be healthy for 16 games when the two seasons before, he played a combined nine games. And one of those games, he left with a torn ACL in it. So I, I, I don't see I don't see him playing 16 games. I don't see him getting as many targets. He will regress. Uh, he's probably still going to be a top 12 wide receiver for me. And you just have to hope that everything goes well. We saw how good he can be if everything goes well. I think he deserves to be in that conversation for years to come. But it was a pretty woof, rough – oh, my God. I said woof. <laughs> it was a pretty rough – oh, my God. I almost said it again. Pretty rough right – oh, my God. Wide receiver year Yeah. in 2017. And, I, and that's also a reason why he was up there. It wasn't a good year for wide receivers. No. Uh, is this a trend that will continue? Are we looking at, you know, you, you it, when you're, especially when we're playing drafts, you know, you buy, buy low, sell high type thing. Is this a year in drafts coming up that we're going to see a lot of these wide receivers going a little later than they should? Like, are you going to see guys like A.J. Green and Brandon Cooks and Adam Thielen and, and uh, you know, Doug Baldwin, those guys? Are they going to fall a little bit later just because of the yep. overall off-year wide receivers? People were buying back in. We had two good – we had two strong running back showing years. Yep. People are buying back in into the running back running back theory, I think. You know, it's very early to talk about that, but people are going to start doing a lot of that. And you probably will, at least in the beginning of your drafts, get some value at the wide receiver position. You're going to get – a Michael Thomas at the end of the first round to pair with somebody else. You could start your draft with Michael Thomas and Julio Jones and feel good. Michael Thomas and Odell Beckham. You can go in the third round I've seen get and get Keenan Allen. And that's, that's the point where you're, it's shifting a little too much and you're going to get values at the wide receiver position in my opinion. So even if I have Keenan Allen as a top 10 wide receiver and not a top four or five, like you finished, I still think he's good enough. I, I I still think he's talented. There just isn't anybody outside of Brown and Hopkins that is blowing me away at the wide receiver position like there has been in the past. All right. Well, we're starting to wrap up the show a little bit. You want to open it up? I, there's still a couple of people watching on Facebook. If you guys have any questions for uh, for us, go ahead and put it down in the um, 
What's up, Carl? Nice to see you here. If you guys have any questions, just throw them up on the comment board, and we'll get to them. We have a couple of minutes here. We need to get out precisely before 10 o'clock because Christian is a college kid that goes out to the movies at 11 p.m. I'm going to go see Black Panther, guys. What's the problem? Dude, I want to go see it at 11. You're going to shame me for that? No, that's okay. Michael B. Jordan, he is ripped, dude. Have you seen like him doing press? He is huge now. Have you, did you did you not see his movie, his boxing movie? What was no, it he, called? The, the Rocky movie? Yeah, he's bigger than he bigger than Creed. Creed. He's bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. It's called Creed. Yeah, I mean, he's bigger than that. Yeah, he's bigger than that. Now. I'm busy. I'm I'm excited. No, I'm really good. excited. It's probably the promos with uh with, with your uh your favorite band, Run the Jewels band yeah. duo yeah, yeah, rap yeah, group. Yeah. What do you call that? Duo. Your favorite duo, yeah. Run the Jewels. Yeah. Like the promos with them has, has been really good. I, I feel like that soundtrack is going to be all RTJ and Kendrick Lamar, which is, That's fine. which is fine. Yeah. Hey, Kelly, thanks for joining us finally. Um, you're a little late to the party, but that's okay. Um, if anybody has any questions for us, we're going to get off in just a couple of minutes. We appreciate everybody. <laughs> you're for, oh, that's the other thing that I need to mention about Dale that I learned during our few days together at PodFest. You don't understand phrasing. Like every <laughs> sentence you say can be used as an innuendo. Hey guys, we're gonna get off in just a few minutes. Say is like that. Okay. Okay. So it's, uh, it just says Watkins Hopkins duo, but it doesn't really say anything else. You avoid luck next draft. Not if he's healthy. I'm avoiding at all. If I'm drafting today, yes, I'm avoiding. Mm, I'm not. Really, you're not worried about him at all. As what a top. I think he's a top seven or eight quarterback. I'll take him there. I'd wait till he starts throwing at least. Wilson Rogers Wentz, top three. That's my first tier. Then I'm putting Watson, Brady, Breeze, Cam. Cam. And then I think it's Luck, no? Maybe. Maybe. We're going to do our ranking soon, man. You guys want to see rank our rankings this early? Does it do anything for you? It does something for me. I, I it turns me on. Well, we'll start putting it together. All right, yeah. you, you got to go, uh, guys. Again, we appreciate everybody chatting with us and commenting and liking all our Facebook stuff. If you guys aren't a part of Eat Nation Private Group, make sure that you sign up easilyfantasy.com and click the Join Now button. Uh, we have some cool stuff. Oh, don't forget about the Google Home Mini giveaway. If you're late to the party, we are giving this away to anybody who downloads our Alexa skill and plays it on video and uh, tweets it at us or puts it on Facebook uh, so we can share it around and get people knowing that we have an Alexa skill. You just, you got it. If you know anything about Alexa skills, you just add it to your Alexa. And it's done. So, uh, Kelly wants you to review the Black Panther movie. Yep. Uh, go on Facebook Live right after the movie and review it on here. I'll actually do that. I'll uh, I'll go on some sort of live about the movie after it. And I do want to interject and just say one thing here, Dale. This is actually totally serious, not goofing like I said before. There's a, We have people that have sponsored our show in the past, and we have people that reach out that say they you know, want to sponsor whatever. If you want to sponsor in any way a show or a segment, reach out to us at contact at easilyfantasy.com. I know this is kind of a weird way to just throw it in there, but people are surprised at how effective podcast sponsorship can be and how inexpensive yeah. it can be as well. So contact at eatsleepfantasy.com if you want to do that. Right, cool. 
uh, Milton, Michael, Carl, Kelly, Dalraj. I can't keep going down the list because uh, won't let me. But we appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Uh, thanks again, everybody, and we will talk to you guys uh, very soon. Very soon, we're going to get regular. Bye.